Yeah, it's funny that Bill Gates gets uh, canceled now, though. <laughs> uh, the Bill Gates cancellation is pretty great. You guys want to get into that for a minute? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty cool. As you may know, uh, Bill Gates has been cucked by his personal Peloton trainer of his wife, <laughs> and she has decided to fuck the computer screen over him and leave with, I don't know, not enough of his fortune, unfortunately. I'm sure she was fucking the, com the computer screen their entire marriage. <laughs> My robot husband. She She's leaving enough for her personal trainer to be able to start a Turkish bath. <laughs> It, it is very much Stavros, Stavropoulos, or whatever from Fargo. But the Daily Beast has had uh, plenty of the breaking stories with this. Recently, we've had one come out that says one of the primary reasons for Melinda Gates seeking to divorce Bill Gates was Jeffrey Epstein, how she just didn't like his vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill Gates was supposed to be like, no, fuck you, wife. I love Jeffrey Epstein. He's got the best vibe of all time. He's my boy in and, 2017. Yeah. And I mean, to be completely fair, I'm totally sure that did happen allegedly in Minecraft. <laughs> it doesn't, that part's not unlikely to me. But the idea that she was totally opposed to this and didn't continue to have these meetings with him, which are quickly coming out now. Yeah. Are insane. She's distancing herself. This is like we're watching a fight in the New World Order. It's like what I think happened with the fucking Kennedy assassination. <laughs> where. <laughs> Go yeah, on. The, their marriage was just so toxic. No, exactly. It's like, no, that's not true. And he didn't get shot because of Cuba or whatever. He got shot because it was one group of older people in the New World Order scared of losing power to a hip and new youngcomer in the New World Order. So now it's a fight in the Gates family fortune. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is responsible for countless amounts of evil around the world, and they just don't know which one they'll have to look up to. This is a war. This is a shadow war, and more people will die of it than from the Cold War. <laughs> this is a quote from the Daily Beast article. Going to Jeffrey's was a respite from his marriage. It was his way of getting away from Melinda. <laughs> Fuck you, wife. I'm going to Jeffrey's breeding ranch. His plane makes my X-Wing replica look like child's play. <laughs> I'm going to Jeffrey's. Yeah, was Bill Gates the one who's building the $500 million boat now? <laughs> I thought that was Jeff Bezos. It could that, be Bezos. It, 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 I, I, the one that needs like a, a helper boat. Yeah. I think that's Jeff Bezos. Christ. Yeah, he's building the fucking X2 from Venture Brothers. <laughs> God, it's cool how all the richest men in the world are getting divorced, like, right now, except for Elon Musk, who is married to a pop star. <laughs> or to a mid-tier pop star, I guess. Let me be clear. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what his divorce guy energy is once he gets divorced. Oh, What's God. he even going to do? <laughs> start blowing up the rockets on purpose for the insurance money. He's, he's going to wearing... be like a leather wristband divorce guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. He's going to start wearing Supreme and, like, vape. He'll take pictures that say stuff like, your vibe is an energy. It's like we could... Isn't that what his song was, like, a few years ago? Isn't that literally what his song he made was called? He made a song? Yeah, a few years Elon ago. Elon Musk, yeah, absolutely. This literally was called, like, Your Vibe is an Energy or something. <laughs> now his posters are going to be, like, Weekends with the Alphabet Sun. Family really means everything. Don't doubt your vibe. <laughs> Holy shit, No, man. I remember that. I remember that. It's him, too. It's him going, don't doubt your vibe. <laughs> don't doubt your vibe. <laughs> don't doubt your vibe. And it's great because he only posted it on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk, surprisingly quiet on the Israel front. I wonder why. <laughs> it's not like all of his money's tied up in the other apartheid state. Yeah. 
r slash Vosh. If you could get rid of one Vosh controversy, which would it be? (laughs) 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 These are the people who have to defend him, I guess. I'm going to guess that the majority is going to be the N-word thing. Tactical (laughs) N-word number one. Yeah. (laughs) Tactical N-word. It's incredible because that's how he deemed it. That's what he decided to call it. Sounds like a come town joke. That's so funny. Totally is. Oh, here we go. You guys remember the uh, gun guy in St. Louis, like him and his wife on the porch of their oh, mini mansion? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that guy's will now be uh, running for state senate in Missouri. Of course. It's so annoying. People can't just have their, like, fucking 15 minutes anymore and then, like, fuck off. You know no, what I mean? No, but the Republican Party has been growing this guy in a barrel ever since this happened. He was a keynote speaker at CPAC. You're what? right, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, this guy was a keynote at CPAC, so they have been planning this for a while. But even his 15 minutes was so fucking absurd, because it was literally just a picture of him with, like, ketchup and mustard stains all over his shirt. <laughs> shirtless with his psycho wife pointing guns at people. <laughs> I don't know, but it it even it goes far back to, like, the, the Joey Salads thing. Like, Do you remember that fucking guy? He would the guy just that make pissed like, in his mouth? Yeah, the guy who pissed in his mouth and would just make, like, really shitty YouTube pranks. Be like, <laughs> N-word prank. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Dude, that's but clever. Th- then he was just, like, running as a fucking uh, Republican candidate in New York. And <laughs> lost like shit. Like, if you have your 15 minutes and it disappears, you can just run as a Republican now. No matter what, they'll take yeah, that's you. that's true. I mean, if you're a Democrat, they'll let you keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> how many times has McGrath lost? Holy shit. How many times will she continue to lo- lose? Who was the Democrat? Was it Tom Tillis or Cal Cunningham? Is one of the alliteration candidates in South Carolina <laughs> who won the, by like one of the it was Tom Tillis. Tom Tillis, yeah, yeah. Lost by like five points or whatever. He's gonna run again. Well Tom Tillis won. Cal Cunningham lost. Oh, Cal Cunningham, who lost to Tom Tillis in the number one <laughs> rhyming state in America. <laughs> yeah, Bojack yeah. Hortman Hort, Hortman. Fuck. Ah. Bojack Horseman uh writers wrote that uh campaign. It's so cool that he announced <laughs> that he's just Hey, uh, we're looking into running again. What do you all think about that? <laughs> How many of, more of your millions can I make off with? Uh, scoop. Joe Biden plans to sign an executive order legalizing the open hand striking of women when they're being quote unquote mouthy. <laughs> <laughs> if they let him speak, that would be some shit he'd actually be yeah, saying yeah, right you, now. I want Joe Biden to outline his own 100 blank policy. You really had me there. I completely. Oh my God. Shout out uh, Sean, Sean McCarthy of Grubstakers Pod. <laughs> I bet pretty soon they're going to do, like, a national COVID lottery, but it's just going to be like, you get to meet Dr. Jill Biden. (laughs) 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 You get to sit down and have a conversation with her about what it means for you both to be Americans. Meeting Dr. Jill Biden would be the best chance for a Palestinian peace activist imaginable. Like, we should send, I don't know, Hassan Anabi to meet her. (laughs) That way, when she's doing her, like, Edith Wilson shit and, like, a... Probably right now. In her weird tablecloth dress. Yeah, in her table quirky tablecloth dress. Welcome to uh, we'll a fashion Palestine police. based off his abs or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> she'll see him be like, those yeah, exactly. washboard abs. 
Hey, welcome to the Fashion Police segment of Boomer Death Squad, where we're solely critiquing Dr. Jill Biden's tablecloth dresses. She looks like shit, folks. Why isn't Trump talked about that? <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. I want an hour, like, you know, Donald Trump's on the cover, covered in caution tape, canceled special. <laughs> just him versus Dr. Jill Biden. Donald Trump gets a Netflix special called Triggered. <laughs> he comes out in the red leather suit. <laughs> Be honest, I look like a Democrat right now. <laughs> oh, man. Andrew Cuomo was awarded $5.9 million for his book deal at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. How to get away with it, man. That's the fucking lesson yeah. from Andrew Cuomo. Ignore it. Just be like, these women, they're lying. All women lie all the time. Every man in New York's like, thank you, sir, for standing up. <laughs> Republicans are coming out and they're like, yeah, I hate the bastard, but it's not right what they're doing to him. <laughs> like, <it's>, Jesus Christ. <laughs> The most reprehensible man of all time. Weed was illegal because he wanted it to be. Now weed is legal because he wanted it to be, and he's just gonna get away. Well, with it. it's he legal because still... it's legal because he got his, a little bit spanked. Yeah, he got exactly. his round bottom patted. Rather, he was caught spanking others. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's also funny that he dated and then was like dumped by the the most hated food ne network chef in history. <laughs> you told me about this. She just like microwaved food or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She she'd be and she'd just make horrible shit. She made like a, a Kwanzaa cake one time just out of like corn nuts and shit. It was like <laughs> really weird and like kind of racist and like not food. And uh, like Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, he is food. He probably tastes like a nice Sunday gravy. But uh, and he probably doesn't get out much, so he's probably nice and tender, like the veal. But that's my Italian side speaking, folks. Uh, what's it? But yeah, she'd just make awful food, and Anthony Bourdain would always like bully her. It's really cool. But they dated for like they dated for like twenty years. Well, I guess she got the last laugh. I guess but... so. And she's she's gonna make a a Black Lives Matter cake out of boo. <laughs> it's cool to be a 30-year-old politician and have a girlfriend for 20 years. <laughs> Trump expected to resume rallies in June. Concerts really? are back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way to your purple rain surrounded by 30,000. <laughs> yeah. It's the only uh, place you're seeing YMCA in, in, in concert nowadays. Oh, that, that, would be, that is how he should come out. <laughs> You think he'll run again if he's doing uh, rallies? Probably just bored at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, he's probably bored. He's definitely bored. He's gonna sell out arena. He's gonna charge. <laughs> 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 you have to buy tickets. <laughs> Scalping tickets to the Donald Trump rally. He'd make a killing. Yeah, you would. It's a VIP meet and greet, but you don't meet Trump. You meet like Mike Lindell. <laughs> Zack Snyder's making a fucking uh, a zombie movie, a zombie heist movie in 2021, 
and it had Chris D'Elia in it in like a starring role. <laughs> but, but he was like, shit. So then they just had to like superimpose another guy over him or something. Oh my God. <laughs> this was going to be Chris D'Elia's breakout role. <laughs> Chris D'Elia was going to play the architect in the Fountainhead movie. <laughs> Zack Snyder's just making a live-action Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> Howdy, folks, and welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Italian-American police officer grassroots lobbying organization <laughs> in the greater Philadelphia area. Whoa. I'm your host, Joe Rizzo. I did the move bombing, <laughs> folks. Hi, I'm uh, the girl in my bathtub, Danny. And I'm uh, Mariachi Puntanesesca. <laughs> okay. There we go. We've added some Latin flair by making, by hypnotizing Matt and convincing him he was Latinx. <laughs> I, that was Italian. We don't know what Latinx means, so it could be any accent at all he's taken. Joe, you're being European racist. I am the most European racist man on earth. That was the I... most Italian sentence actually anyone ever said that I just did there. So. Uh... <laughs> I spoke better They're Italian. Part of the greater than... Latinx belt, it stretches from like Thailand to like <laughs> <laughs> to New Jersey. Yeah, to uh, Argentina for my Guaidabuela Eichmann. Yeah, uh, Italy is the global south. <laughs> Italy is the global south. Well, folks, we're trying something out a little bit different this week. Uh, the episode's a little bit late because we are recording in person for the first time ever. Yeah, we had uh, a lot of scheduling conflicts and technical difficulties, but we are finally fucking recording this week. Uh, it's true, we've spent actual money on microphones, so hopefully everybody on the Reddit stops uh, complaining all the time. Although in reality, <laughs> we've most likely bought worse microphones, and this you're never even going to hear this episode. <laughs> but on the off chance you do, hi, welcome! We're going to be talking about... The Philly DA election a little bit today, which oh, should yeah. be taking place, if all things go according to plan, which they never do, around the time you're hearing this today. Yeah. There'll be the Democratic primary for uh, DA of Philadelphia. The current DA is Larry Krasner. He's mm -hmm. my personal political hero, and he is responsible for the decriminalization of weed and otherwise the stopping of processing of uh, minor substance possession charges in Philadelphia. Yeah. Beyond that, uh, he fired the entire prosecutor's office as soon as he came <laughs> yes. in. Uh, number one big baller move absolutely. that any politician could even imaginably do. Understandably, he has been under siege ever since. Yeah. He's got a Democrat uh, rival, Carlos Vega, the former assistant uh, prosecutor of Philadelphia, who mm. uh, is just like appearing around the city and accusing Larry Krasner of starting knife crimes or whatever. <laughs> but okay. we'll be talking about another figure right now <laughs> from the absolute shambles that is the Republican Party of the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> we have one time Showtime documentary <laughs> subject Charles Peruto Jr. Running as the Republican nominee for DA. A Charles Peruto. He's a, a initial first name guy. A Charles Peruto, which just sounds even more like a serial killer's type of name. <laughs> yeah, and I I, I, I included a, the picture of this guy in our notes so you, you guys can have a, you know, a full drink of... This fucking guy looks like New York, New Jersey, and even like I guess Eastern PA. There is this thing that happens There's where some Maryland in there too, and Maryland, anywhere in the fucking the WAP belt that we live in. 
<laughs> where if it's a democratic majority uh, city and you have no real chance of winning as a Republican, it's just some very Italian, allegedly mob-connected guy <laughs> who's like, I'm going to lower the taxes, and then he disappears with his entire campaign finance <laughs> account by the end of the year. Yeah, this guy is wearing a blue pinstriped suit, like, you know, straight out of Mad Men. Uh, he literally, I mean, just imagine Andrew Cuomo if he was from Philadelphia. This yeah. is exactly <laughs> what this guy looks like. You're right, it's, it's a little Andrew more Cuomo burnt. <laughs> he does look more burnt. It's like Andrew Cuomo if you <laughs> fucked with the contrast of the picture. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's Andrew Cuomo with like, you know, like a, one of those apps that makes your face more, you know, bony. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Andrew Cuomo uh, adding as much of the Chad chin as possible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so, uh, a section of this guy's, uh, campaign website did, did make the rounds on Twitter recently, um, if you haven't seen it, you know, get ready, because this shit is awesome. This guy rocks. This guy is fucking awesome. Number one guy. <laughs> so, we're taken straight from his About Me section on his campaign website. He starts out here. I have been a practicing attorney in Philadelphia for over 40 years and have never been disciplined by the bar for any infraction whatsoever. Daddy never spanked me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I have helped many people who I believed in, pro bono, and have had a, a very successful living in the general practice of law with a concentration on criminal defense. While this might scare some people, since our current district attorney is touted as being a former criminal defense attorney, he was not. <laughs> Larry Krasner was a civil rights attorney who specialized in suing the police department. <laughs> Again, my fucking hero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all those former prosecutors are working forever construction jobs on I-95 now. Literally, literally. He's like, yeah, I was a criminal defense lawyer. I'm Charles Peruto Jr. He's fucking Meadow Soprano at the end of The Sopranos. <laughs> He's the exact thing. He's a mob lawyer, yeah. allegedly, in Minecraft. Yeah, a criminal defense attorney to a civil rights attorney is fucking night, night and day. Yes. While I do not denigrate what he did whatsoever, that's just not true. He's, he's running on <laughs> denigrating everything. Shut up. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> uh, I am hoping that the public understands that being a criminal defense attorney is a plus and not a minus. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Lawyers. Evil. Hang them. <laughs> Simply because Krasner defended people accused of crime does not mean I'm anything like him. Yes, you're you're a criminal. Yeah, the <laughs> crimes. This guy defends the bar pedophiles. Should, the bar should be a steel one that we beat lawyers to death with. <laughs> exactly. You should never pass the bar. No one should pass the bar. You should be paralyzed. <clears throat> Goes on. He has been quoted as saying after his election that, quote, I am now a public defender with power. That's awesome. First. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is not me and never will be. I will never defend the public with power. Yes. I will yes. never Just have power. Happen. I'm going to steal as much of this money as possible and disappear to Israel. <laughs> be the first Italian they allow in. It's the same thing. That is why my committee will be formed of several former prosecutors, police officers, and business owners. 
<laughs> all of whom understand the need for public safety. Similarly to how uh, one Adolf Hitler understood the need for public safety, I'd say. They're going to have, like, Frank Rizzo's, like, right and left-hand man and, like, the Campbell's soup guy <laughs> in charge of Philly. They're going to have fucking freaks that see, like, Mumia Abu-Jamal's face every night before they go to sleep purely through indoctrination, like, running the city. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would like to have the opportunity to employ the skills I have honed over these years to work for the city and citizens of Philadelphia, rather than those accused of crime, <laughs> as I've had a fulfilling life and practice in doing that already. His pitch is he needs a personal challenge. <laughs> That's why <laughs> my life is too good. It's so easy. I just, I just really want to help. This guy should really just get a Peloton, call it a fucking day. Uh, I know where changes need to be made, and I will make them. I hope you read these position papers in their entirety because Peruto means business. Yes. An alliance between the business yes. classes yes. and the upper classes. <laughs> it's reactionary without anything to even react against. They're mad against Larry Krasner, someone who's done the very bare minimum in making Philadelphia less yeah. of a fascist hellhole since they bombed citizens yeah. as recently as the 90s. Exactly. I think in Italian, Peruto actually means like pigeon's foot or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I say business, I mean a safer city will bring more businesses in. <laughs> It'll make property values rise. And as you can see from my positions, it also means the way I deal with criminals. I've been to Philadelphia numerous times in my life, and I don't know if I could handle it if there are any more businesses. I mean, I haven't even been to all of them as it stands right now, and I don't think we really need any more. Philadelphia is the quickest gentrifying city in America. You can't make these numbers up. Like, what is he worried about? He's going to make it happen faster? What are you going to do? Where are you going to put them? Where are you going to put everyone? Like, nah, I'm just a liar, and I'm going to do racist crime stuff, and then all my friends will make the uh, value of their businesses go up and yeah. hire three more people so I can continue to win. But again, he's a Republican in Philadelphia, so he's not going he's to not win. He's not going to win. He doesn't even think he will. <laughs> I have entered this race as a Republican because it is my belief the other fine Democratic candidates for district attorney running against Krasner will eventually lose because of the money behind him put up by George Soros. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is a real mask-off moment here. <laughs> Therefore, while it has long been understood that whoever wins the Democratic nomination in this city is a shoo-in with the general election, I say, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, got him. <laughs> I, I fucking love the fear of Soros. That's my favorite thing of all time because it's like, yeah, he's just some stupid billionaire with general liberal leanings. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they're like, yeah, this one guy's got it all. It's like, you have a million guys. You have more guys than I could count. <laughs> Didn't his family, like, flee the Soviet Union? But, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a billionaire. Yeah. It's not a fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's like. He's the guy who donated $50,000 to intercity kids while harvesting their blood. <laughs> Versus the Koch brothers who are like, I stole $20 from a baby before coming here, then ate it. And I used it to buy a drill so I could drill holes in this pipeline to blow up two teenagers. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah. come, come on, man. Uh, yeah, he's got a great response, which is... Not so fast. <laughs> Not I'm, so fast. I'm here. He's a Dick Tracy villain. Yeah. He well, looks to... like like a 1960s like Batman show villain. <laughs> yeah. I I gotta say though, I do hope that his uh, view of this 
democratic election is correct. Krasner <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does just wash fucking Vega and all these other losers. I hope George Soros has put millions of dollars behind Krasner, <laughs> but for some reason, I doubt it. I don't think so. <laughs> Having the firm belief that Larry Krasner will be the Democratic nominee because of the millions he is able to spend and the misinformation fed to the public by our liberal newspapers, <laughs> I stand ready, willing, and able to face him in the fall general election, and he won't know what hit him. They're just going to pass, what, like a whites-only voting law in Pennsylvania <laughs> in this time? No, like yeah, no, he's, he's, he's... He's running on implementing, like, czarist censorship in the media. Yeah, exactly. Like, you'll dominate Polish town, I guess. But <laughs> everywhere else, Oh, luck, God, he will fucking clean up Port Richmond. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> we will be building a website with real facts, real cases, with their outcome involving guns and gun violence. We will be building a website. We have not yet built a website, <laughs> but rest assured, there yeah. will be a website. We are hiring someone to build us a website. <laughs> Oh, God, reach out to me, man. I got you. acharles.wetpaint.com <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you do the whole thing on Squibby and make just pocket 200 yeah. grand. If you know how to embed the scary maze game onto my website, please contact me. Anyone who reads what has occurred in the last three years will do one of two things. They will either run to far Bucks County, living out their life in peace. <laughs> Bucks County, the most peaceful place in America, <laughs> as it's known to people like us. Yeah. Or they could make a difference and vote for me, keeping their home, their property value, and the city they love. Wow, this is very authoritarian. He's saying you can either flee or vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only way he could win, is if he made yeah. them flee. Yeah. I love this city. Always have. And I always defended being from here when traveling elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Philadelphia, number yo, one, number you, one. Yo, you're, you're from Philly? Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this town can and will be saved. Well, actually, think about it. If you are like a rich defense lawyer in the city of Philadelphia, you're talking to rich defense lawyers in the city of New York, and you do have to defend <laughs> yeah. them. No, you're right. <laughs> they, they think you're nothing. Yeah, he's the DA. The DA of fucking New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. This is exactly that line. Uh, all right. So this is where we get into the part that went around Twitter. So, okay. So the first the first half of the About Me ends. This town can and will be saved. And the next part begins. The girl in my bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest guy you could have had run to do this. It's just the most Republican guy. <laughs> so, he has to address, folks, the deceased girl found in his bathtub in his apartment. Which is, again, what made him the subject of the Showtime documentary. <laughs> yes. What's that show for dads, Ray Donovan? He's just a Ray Donovan <laughs> character, right? Yes. He's going to get votes through that. Like That's the kind of guy who's going to vote for him You're anyway. Right. You're right. The Law and Order <laughs> SVU and NCIS caucus will propel this man to victory by double-digit margins. Yeah. There shouldn't have to be a section for this on anyone's campaign site. But because some people will not let this go away, I <laughs> must address it. <laughs> he could have ignored it. I would have just assumed they had the same name. I wouldn't have looked into it <laughs> any no further. No, it was hard to kind of Google this guy. Yeah, There's exactly. a bunch of guys named Charles Peruto. <laughs> <laughs> some people will not let this go away. <laughs> I wonder why. All right. When November elections come up every year, it is inevitable that we all say to each other, 
are these the best two people we can get in this race? Many times, the reason being is that qualified people won't get into politics because things in their background will be brought up. (laughs) 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 That they have no control over, and they don't want to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bring up the fact I did crimes and got away with them. I'm running explicitly on doing more crimes. This is such a good defense. Like, yeah, you're up in front of a judge for, like, manslaughter or something. You're like, look... I have no control over my past, all right? I don't want to deal with this shit. Yeah, I don't feel like being confronted with this. You are not responsible for the actions of your past self. (laughs) Legally, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're Charles Perino Jr. Up until this moment, I've actually been under duress, Your Honor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I fully realize that when you run for an office as high as that of district attorney, you'll be examined with a magnifying glass and even a microscope. (laughs) It is what it is. In 2013, I was dating a woman for about six weeks. It's impossible to know everything about a person in that short of amount of time. I actually make sure that uh, I, I get to know everything about someone in that amount of time. Private investigators, mostly. <laughs> yeah, seven private investigators. I learned more about her after she died by reading an investigative article done by Philadelphia Magazine, written by Lisa DiPaolo, which opened my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this girl died in my bathtub. I didn't even really fucking know her, but whatever. Let's get into it. In short, the best way to start with this is the medical examiner's report stating that her BAC was .45, and the cause of death was alcohol intoxication. But, because she was found in my tub... Everyone, including myself, assumed she drowned. So many empty vodka bottles were found, it looked like there was a party in my house. But inspection of the security video of people entering and leaving showed only her. (laughs) Yikes. It's a good sign when you're immediately referencing the security video to prove you're in this. (laughs) I was called the morning after she died and raced back to Philadelphia. Key word here, folks. He raced back. Back to Philadelphia. I wasn't even home. I didn't even know this fucking bit. I was in Upper Bucks County where the decent people live. <laughs> Literally. He wasn't in Philly when she died, similarly to how George H.W. Bush wasn't in Dallas when Kennedy died. <laughs> there were two more presidents after him. Uh, my phone pings demonstrate that I was in Avalon when I got the call, and it pinged all the way to Philadelphia, as I was on my phone the entire time with people and I was in an upset state. <laughs> He was in our turf. He was in New Jersey. I was really fucking angry in Avalon, New Jersey. (laughs) He he bought a shirt. I had a bad time in Avalon, New Jersey. (laughs) The evening before, I was actually texting with her, which the pings corroborated as well. I was with several people who all gave statements or testified. (laughs) He's showing us legally how he got away with murder (laughs) right now, explicitly on a line-by-line basis. This is so fucking cool. I made sure I was in another state, and many people saw me there. (laughs) When I got to Philadelphia, I gave a full and complete statement to homicide detectives and voluntarily surrendered my telephone so that they could perform what is called a phone dump. This means they can extract anything from the phone, including that which was erased. For the next several days, I couldn't enter or leave my apartment without being filmed by the major TV stations, which was a harrowing experience. Yeah, you're a lawyer who killed someone and got away with it, allegedly, in Minecraft. (laughs) My god, man. How do you think Dersh got famous? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're a lawyer, this is how you get famous. That's a good point. You just, normally you don't have to do the crime, too. (laughs) Allegedly, in Minecraft. 
When I was finally permitted to re-enter my apartment, there was black dust everywhere, which was residue from collecting fingerprint evidence. You will never understand how hard it is to clean that until you are in that position. <laughs> until I'm supposed to feel bad for yeah, him. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it was so, there were fucking stains all over my Versace rug. Until you're in the position that police have painstakingly searched your apartment for clues of a murder. <laughs> yes, which will happen to you. You'll never when understand you are how hard in that, that position. Is. Yeah. The long story short is that I was not her only boyfriend, but it was my apartment where she expired. If it was another boyfriend's apartment, you would have never heard of the case. Probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> it would have come up, man. Oh my god. Okay. So, we go on here. A bitter enemy of mine. <laughs> a very, very good fucking sentence. Introducing enemies into the story now. In, in, After, the, in the same section about the dead girl yeah, in your back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After clearing yourself of any, uh, you know, intent of murder, a bitter enemy of mine, <laughs> District Attorney Seth Williams, decided to present this case to the grand jury after homicide detectives cleared me of any wrongdoing. He decided that he was going to get his headline at my expense because I defended his first assistant district attorney, Joseph McGettigan, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone involved in the story is a lawyer and you still have to write Esquire. You are the most prissy bunch of people in the world. Lawyers versus general sports matches and everyone's executed at the end. And they should all have to do that poison drinking game from Princess Bride. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, when he left the district attorney's office, Joe and I were good buddies. And when I was called by the Daily News for an interview, I said glowing things about Joe. This enraged Seth Williams, who decided that my life was a fun thing to play with. As opposed to you, who decided this other person's life was, I wasn't even fucking there. <laughs> Instead of me hiding and refusing to give a statement or explaining myself, I took to Facebook <laughs> and called him every name in the book. <laughs> every single one. It, it's that five-minute cut of George Carlin just saying every slur. <laughs> wait, wait, guys. At one point, I actually offered to fight him in front of the district attorney's office with his three police guards observing. You challenged him to a duel? <laughs> <laughs> this shit's cool, actually. Barry Lyndon in modern-day film. <laughs> this fucking rocks. Uh, you see, Lynn Abraham didn't need to pay three full-time cops to watch her day and night. And with overtime coming out their ears, Seth Williams, on the other hand, had no regard for what this cost the city. Yeah, that's what you, as a Republican running for DA, you really care about police overtime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not your number one thing you're increasing. Uh, however... He may have needed that type of protection if he did to others what he did to me. <laughs> You're so lucky my fucking boys are holding me back, bro. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> you bunch of fucking pussy you called the cops, bro. <laughs> Literally, what he's saying? I actually just had hand surgery, bro, and I can't hit, but if yeah. I could, you were so dead. Dude, if I could run right now, I'm so fucking fast, you have no idea. <laughs> After all, if you're a crumb bum, you may have lots of enemies that will take a shot at you. <laughs> this guy's a crumb bum, he's no fucking good. Yeah. Oh my god, how did this guy not go to jail with the rest of the Philadelphia mob 50 years ago? I wrote Seth Williams a letter asking him to please bring this to the grand jury sooner rather than later. I put in the letter that my father was dying, had days or possibly weeks to live, and this was consuming him. I asked Seth Williams to please present the case to the grand jury, and whatever they find, they find. I was confident they would find no evidence of criminal wrongdoing on anyone's part. 
Instead of him speeding up the investigation, he dragged his feet and didn't even present evidence to the grand jury for seven months. In the meantime, instead of him acting on my letter, he released it to the Philadelphia Inquirer so they could make it out that I thought I was a privileged character and could call the shots of my own investigation. That is exactly what you thought. You were <laughs> <trying>. Yeah. <laughs> this is really bothering my father. Can you imagine how many fucking people have been, like, brought to trial on bogus charges, which he's saying he has been brought up, and their fucking parents die while it's happening. My they father, don't... who assassinated the chicken man. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally, man. Like, they don't get to push to have their trial moved it... up so their dying parent can watch them be not convicted. Exactly. If Don Zeiger doesn't get it, you don't get it either. This is also just, like, such a stupid fucking lawyer, like, spat in, like, you know, local publications. This wasn't... <laughs> he's just complaining about getting fucking ratioed. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's just like, I didn't like this other lawyer, and he didn't like me. We were lawyer enemies. <laughs> it's like, you're the two stupidest men of all time, and you should be locked into a big yeah. glass jar. <laughs> it's funny, because this other guy also got fired by Larry Krasner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Like, uh. No, they're going to both touch William Penn's hat somehow and get put in a snow globe. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Finally, I was subpoenaed before the grand jury, along with my secretary, son, and just about everyone I knew, or knew the girl and myself together. Everyone assumed that I would plead the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> Every, everyone I knew and who knew the girl presumed that I would plead the Fifth. What an excellent fucking defense. Aaron presumed that I wouldn't even touch this shit with a stick. But I went in there. I denigrated her memory. I called her a bitch slut drug addict whore. I talked about every boyfriend she had. Exactly. But I went in there and answered every question put to me. And literally had an applause from the grand jury when I was done. And literally, and then everyone clapped. Like, oh my fucking god. But I god. believe him, because the grand jury was just a bunch of other sick lawyer bastards. Yeah, you're right. Who were just like, ah. You're right. Uh, I've never heard of such a thing in my life. <laughs> grand jurors were wishing me well, telling me that they were sorry to hear that my father had just passed away, and literally telling me it's a shame he wasn't alive for their findings. Awesome. So dope. That definitely happened. I made it a crusade to find any dirt I could on Seth Williams. <laughs> and send it to the feds for prosecution. <laughs> While I'm not claiming I was the reason he was imprisoned, I would like to think that I was a small part of it. <laughs> okay, so here he's thanking Krasner, right? I don't know what Williams did personally to go to prison. He didn't mention that beforehand. <laughs> Maybe he got out right before Krasner. I was going to attend a sentencing with pom-poms, but I decided that would be unprofessional. This is my complete explanation for the darkest moment of my life, and I'm glad I'm here to tell you about it. And Seth Williams is reporting to his probation officer, having since been released from prison. I really, really like this, this entire section, because... He sort of starts it out by being like, you know, I, he had this huge fucking public fight with another lawyer. He's He literally says that he, like, cursed him out on Facebook <laughs> posts and tried to fight him, but he's not being like, you know, that was the old me. I'm a new man. Yeah, yeah, he's like, just... this was completely justified. <laughs> and vote for me. <laughs> and vote for me. <laughs> vote for me or I'll fight you. <laughs> so, so, folks, 
That's uh, Charles Peruto Jr., uh, candidate, Republican candidate for Philly DA. <laughs> He's an absolute American hero. Yeah. We'll be He's... donating time and money and knocking doors and when women answer saying, we'd like to speak to the husband, man. <laughs> <laughs> This, Where where's the provider of the house? Exactly. <laughs> this fucking guy is such a legend. Oh my god, how do you even get away with this? Uh he is the Republican candidate, of course. Democratic con candidate Vega is probably the one Krasner actually has to beat because I can't imagine this guy's going to turn the tides of the entire city like he seems <laughs> to think he will. Yeah. Uh Vega has the full backing of all the prosecutors that were fired beforehand, many of the judges <laughs> and the entire police's union. Huh. I was going into the city yesterday right on the fucking Betsy oh, Ross. God, Big yeah. fucking sign. Fire Larry Krasner, paid for by the Friends of the Police of Philadelphia <laughs> or huh. something like that. You know what? I think I know what candidate actually has millions of dollars behind them. Yeah, probably the one with big fucking signs for a local election. Yeah. Probably, probably the, the one, one George billboards. Soros is actually funding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, Carlos Vega. Uh, hopefully he loses and uh, Krasner figures out a way to send him to jail like they, <laughs> like they do in other countries. That would be the just thing. Yeah. Uh, if you're in Philly, vote Krasner. If you're near Philly, tell anyone you know to vote Krasner. If you know where Carlos Vega or Charles Peruto live, uh, use one of those... <laughs> <laughs> like, careful here. <laughs> allegedly, in Minecraft. If you allegedly know where If you live. allegedly know where these two live and can get their phone numbers, use that software to convince one person that they're calling the other one and make them t call each other and yeah. talk. Whatever you record will win you a Pulitzer. Absolutely. <laughs> be absolutely remiss to not bring this up in today's episode and that was the uh a commander in the space force being fired for drawing attention to the marxism present in the united states military <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so we're gonna we're gonna touch on uh former president trump's greatest accomplishment the space force we have an article in um the epic times famous uh cia fake news website <laughs> epoch times yeah yeah um it's it's an article titled space force officers book on marxism in the military reaches number one on amazon after he's relieved by jack phillips so he's a great kind of guy he's got two first names he sounds yeah yeah, yeah. he sounds like a jack ryan like pseudonym know. yes <laughs> yes yeah, exactly it's written by the ghost of dulles like <laughs> All right, so it starts out here. 
A U.S. Space Force officer's self-published book posting that Marxist ideology and critical race theory is being spread throughout the military reached the top of Amazon's bestseller list on Sunday after it was learned that he was relieved of his command. Couldn't be an easier way to get a bag. Holy shit, man. I know, right? Make that money. I wish I'd done this. I guess I would have had to join the military. We should, we should Could have just lied about it. Yeah, you're right, you're I right. I was in the military and valor. there's a lot <laughs> of Marxism illegal. going it's on It's fun to do. <laughs> you should steal valor too, people at home. Park in that parking spot at Lowe's. The looks you get make it worth it. <laughs> we should maybe try to read this book. It's self-published, which means it's probably unedited. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's probably free. <laughs> uh, it's called Irresistible Revolution, Marxism Goal of Conquest and the Unmaking of the American Military by Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Reached the top of the retail website's bestseller list on Sunday evening. It came after the Space Force confirmed that Lohmeyer was relieved of his command due to loss of trust. <laughs> what does that mean? We can't trust him in space anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He might take his helmet off and we use... because <laughs> what the fuck is the Space Force? It's got to just be like an office, right? It's a theoretical... <laughs> yeah, nothing. Okay, so to truly understand the Space Force, you need to understand that the United States Army has more boats than the United States Navy. Right. The United States Navy has more airplanes than the United States Air Force. The United States Space Force has nothing at all. Every <laughs> level of our military is a pyramid scheme. And this guy, who was making $60,000 a year until he got fired and then sold out a book on Amazon for a million dollars, has figured out how to get a bag. I hope someone fucked his wife. What was... What did he get relieved... I mean, what was the loss of trust? Does it say that? No, you know how uh, the Biden administration's like, we're going to combat extremism in our armed oh, forces. Oh. Which is the worst idea I could imagine. I mean, could you imagine a more extremist force? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, that's a good idea. Get yeah. rid of it entirely. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. The PC stormtroopers. Like, holy shit. <laughs> All right, uh, quote, this decision was based on public comments by, made by Lieutenant Colonel Lowheimer, Lowheimer, whatever, in a recent podcast. Lieutenant General Whitting has initiated a command-directed investigation on whether these comments constituted prohibited partisan political activity. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Space Force's statement, which was sent to a number of news outlets over the past weekend. And it was read off by a little man from a scroll. <laughs> Yeah. The little man being uh, the presumably three-foot-tall general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prohibited partisan political activity <laughs> in, the United, in the United States military. No, yeah, no. We've said this before. We don't need to say it again. The military is the most partisan group on the earth. It's the evil empire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lohmeyer made the public comments during an interview on a podcast Information Operation. Another <laughs> podcast with a better name than ours. <laughs> Another podcast with a worse name than ours. What are you talking about? <laughs> Where he promoted his book. He criticized the Department of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's agenda to promote the Marxist and post-modernist-influenced critical race theory within the military in recent months. 
Critical race theory is a great, great, like, uh, cover-all term for don't be racist that they've come up with. I know. I know. Like, you really, it's unbeatable, but Marxist. (laughs) (laughs) The the inherent class characteristics of the United States military seizing the means of production from the Gestapo. Like, (laughs) what does that even mean? Yeah. Ah, It's so cool. All right, quote. I don't demonize the man, but I want to make it clear to both him and every service member that if we pursue this agenda, it will divide us. It will not unify us, Lohmeyer said, asserting that Austin is promoting, quote, diversity, (laughs) inclusion, and equity, of which he and others have argued are rooted in critical race theory, which is rooted in (laughs) Marxism. Okay, he's literally saying he's mad about diversity, inclusion, and equity. (laughs) Well, equity is worth being mad about because it's a stockholder term about getting dividends as, like, a supporter of something. It's not (laughs) equality. It's what we've replaced it with in the modern era. Right. But he doesn't doesn't understand any of that. His whole thing is that he wants a whites-only swimming pool in the colonel base. Right. Critical race theory is an offshoot of the Marxist critical theory that spread throughout American universities in the latter half of the 20th century. I'm just going to go ahead and say, uh, no, that's wrong. Yeah, spread <laughs> through American wrong. universities, like the University of Chicago. <laughs> George yeah. Washington University. Yeah, the yeah. Wharton School of Business. <laughs> <laughs> Colleges definitely aren't bastions of imperial evil. Critics have said that the ideology often focuses on structural racism or systematic racism, which typically labels white or European people as the oppressors and minorities as the oppressed, while redefining the history and culture of the United States. Where that that's never been true. You couldn't own people. You can't. We don't still sterilize Native Americans in <laughs> yeah. hospitals when they give birth. We've yeah. never done anything like that. You're crazy. Ah, ha, ha. What are you talking about? Yeah, we famously didn't give a bunch of innocent people hysterectomies last year. Yeah, exactly. We, again, we we bombed Philadelphia in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let, me be, let, me, uh, let me be clear here. Structural racism and systemic racism in this paragraph have scare quotes around them as if they are completely, like, untrue insane ideas that uh, marxist there's been racism for a long time and all the good old boys are racist typically white people are labeled as the oppressors and everyone else is labeled as the oppressed similar to how soviets soviets and other communists boiled down society as an eternal struggle between the proletariat and bourgeoisie they were right (laughs) (laughs) and the fact that we have to read drivel like this only proves that (laughs) yeah No war but the class war, baby. Some GOP-led states have introduced or passed bills to ban the teaching of critical race theory and the New York Times-backed 1619 Project, which draws heavily on the ideology in schools. It's so funny because they're like, yeah, Texas is standing up to the 1619 Project. It's like Texas has a monopoly on getting this shit into their own books right now. That's why we teach creationism because it's the biggest market in America. So whatever you legislate there, you get to do everywhere. All of the education curriculum in the United States is created in Texas. Yes. By the CIA. Let's be clear. Yes. Quote, what you see happening in the U.S. military at the moment is that if you're a conservative, then you're lumped into a group of people who are labeled extremists, if you're willing to voice your views. Which, again, are just pogroms, genocide, whatever. Things of this nature. Yeah. 
And if you're aligned with the left, then it's okay to be an activist online because no one's going to hold you accountable. Because you're just saying, like, <laughs> Loki Stakeums went off with this one when they're like, you need to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. Eat Stakeums. Right. And, and, <laughs> I'm going to eat Stakeums every single day and get diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. And these people want Stakeums to be, like, you know, heavily fined for tweeting. Uh, anxiety is real, yeah. folks, with an X. <laughs> Make sure you take a look in the mirror and take care of yourself today. <laughs> Drink water. Uh, Loheimer also said, according to the Washington Examiner, which also reported on his book re- reaching number one on Amazon's bestseller list. Meanwhile, Lohmeyer told Military.com that he was not trying to partake in Republican versus Democrat politics. <laughs> <laughs> My intent has never been to engage in partisan politics. I have written a book about a particular political ideology, Marxism, in the hope that our Defense Department might return to being politically nonpartisan in the future, as it has honorably done throughout history. All right, so he's, like, kind of not wrong in that Marxism is, you know, unequivocally opposed to Republicans and Democrats. (laughs) Yes. You know? He thinks the Defense Department is Marxist. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Man, that is awesome. Yeah, what we used to call the Secretary of War. (laughs) (laughs) The Secretary of War, which was the, like, prime brooming ground for the President of the United States. Yes, yes. Very, very fucking epic, man. Too many MLMs in my motherfucking Defense Department. (laughs) (laughs) And not the right kind of MLM that it runs off of. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is the last sentence here. The Epic Times has contacted the Department of Defense for comment. Just, That's it. Just two guys sitting in Langley. One looks over at the yeah, other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the third one is calling me wrong on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, folks... Um, yeah, that's a that's a little update on the news, uh, the state of affairs by the uh, CIA. We support this strong Polak Germans um, <laughs> attack against the gay. Um, the gay <laughs> communist military. Yeah. Joe Biden's Capoy army will be stopped, and will be stopped on behest of this guy who made $60,000 a year, and, uh... Now he's a millionaire. Now he's yeah. rich, and he'll never have to work ever yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. he'll almost certainly be the next senator from Ohio. <laughs> Absolutely! Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Good for this guy. He got his bag. I wish I could have figured out how to run this scam first or quicker or in any way more. I wish I had done anything to make me any amount of money at all. I've been fighting with (laughs) PayPal all day to get $900 from them. I will probably die without this $900. And speaking of PayPal, folks, I know we said this last week, but we're definitely going to record and release a second episode this week that will be that other Elon Musk article that we teased in the last episode. Absolutely. It's worth getting further into and really explaining the... uh... Depravity. Yeah. Depravity. Whatever. Who cares? (laughs) I think so. I think it's depravity. Depravity. I thought it was one of those words that went either way. I thought it was... Who knows? It, you, someone is depraved. They're not depraved. <laughs> this is a you're fair wrong, point. You're not wrong. Hey, English. It's like caramel caramel. <laughs> what I always like to remind myself whenever I mispronounce a word or spell something just completely fucking ludicrously <laughs> is that English is a colonial language ultimately mm. and enforcing any form of spelling or grammatical uh, <laughs> check on my own writing is fascism. Yeah. I will be stopping it. Did we say that it's our 50th episode? 
Oh yeah, I guess it's uh, the fiftieth episode. Congratulate us! <laughs> oh, it's the fiftieth fucking episode. The fiftieth episode. On the <laughs> it, left. It, it is the fiftieth episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> we've been at this for almost a year now. We, I honestly can't believe that anyone yeah. is even listening no. to us. <laughs> when we started this, we were like, let's do like thirty episodes, and if we get more than fifty listens, maybe we'll continue it. Yeah, so, again, thank you everyone who listens yeah. and deals with us. Thank you for sticking around. Shout out everyone on the Reddit. Shout out the Reddit. Including the people that get mad at us. Yeah, shout yeah. out. I really appreciate you shout guys. Shout out to Twitter, where more people get mad at us and less <laughs> people listen to us. <laughs> shout out to our uh, real-life friends who feel obligated to listen to this. You are. <laughs> In closing, thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I... There will be a link to our Discord channel in the description of the episode. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles. <laughs>